Welcome to episode number six of the Optometrist Business School podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to add around $100,000 to your practice profits without spending a penny on external advertising. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Optometrist Business School podcast with John Prowse. As an optometrist himself and with a highly successful private cash-based practice in the UK, this show is dedicated to helping great optometrists become profitable business owners. Thanks for joining and now let the class begin. Okay, this podcast is promising quite a lot. It's saying to you, you can generate an extra $100,000 in revenue by not spending a penny on marketing. Now, how is this possible? Well, fear not, this is actually very realistic. But a lot of you may be a little disappointed with how it is achieved. And that's what this podcast is all about. So without further ado, let's get into the nitty gritty. So one of the best ways of bringing patients into your practice is through word of mouth referrals. Now, I know what you're thinking, this is nothing new, but trust me, this is totally underutilized in many optometry practices because you have to systematize word of mouth referrals to get them to work for you. Now, before I go into the the systems, I want to just go through the mathematics with you to show you I haven't simply plucked this figure of $100,000 out of thin air. So first of all, I want to ask you a question. What do you think is the average transaction value for a patient in your practice? You've got to know these numbers, but I'll tell you, on average, across the entire United States, the average transaction value, that is the average amount a patient will spend at an optometry practice, is $300. Now, with a word-of-mouth referral system, you should expect to get between 10 to 30 new patients. So let's do the maths on that. If you can get 30 new patients a month, that doesn't sound like a lot, I know, but 30 new patients at $300 is $9,000, okay? Now, if you times this by 12, it gives us $108,000. So it soon adds up. But even if you don't hit the 30 new patients, even if you only hit 10 new patients from word of mouth recommendations, it's still not an insignificant amount of money. So let's get down to the steps you need to take to start generating new patients and new profits for your practice. So there's three steps and I'm going to give you a very easy way to remember them. It's an acronym. Now, I don't normally like acronyms, but if you remember nothing apart from this one word from this podcast, you will do well. That word is EAR, E-A-R. And it goes through the steps of systematizing the word of mouth referral system I'm going to talk about. So E stands for earn. You've got to earn the, the right to get a referral from your patient. A 
stands for ask. You've got to ask for the referral. But there's certain ways you do that and certain times when you do that, which we're going to be talking about in a few minutes. And finally, R stands for recognize and reward. Again, there's a way you do this and I'll be revealing everything in a few moments. Okay, so just for now, remember E-A-R, ear. Right, so let's get back to the beginning. E is earn. Now, like I say, you've got to earn the right for the patient's referral, for your patient's recommendation. Now, there's one thing a lot of optometrists, including myself, suffer from when it comes to getting referrals. I suffer from entitlement. I feel, as an optometrist, as a professional, with my own practice, I know we offer a very good service, uh, we offer very good products, and so I feel I'm entitled to getting referrals. And a lot of optometrists are the same. They, they feel they should be entitled to their patients recommending them. But that's the major mistake. It's not our patient's job to recommend us. They aren't our salespeople. They've got their own lives to live. As much as they may love you and love your service, as soon as they step outside of your practice, they're back in their own world. They've got their family to deal with. They've got bills to pay. And the thought of your practice often leaves their mind. Whereas with us, it's always on our mind. We live and breathe our practice. So one of the things you've got to eliminate from your mind is this entitlement to getting patients to automatically recommend you. Now, there is a way I deal with this, and it's what I call creating the wow experience. Now, there's certain ways you can do this in your practice, and one of the ways I've, I've found works really well is by using what's called nods, what I call non-optical differentiators. And so, as the name suggests, it's nothing to do with your practice in terms of optical equipment. Because patients, they don't really get excited about a retinal camera or an OCT. To a patient, optical equipment is what they would expect at any optometrists. Now, we all know optometrists' equipment differ from practice to practice. But to the general public, an optometrist is an optometrist. All their equipment is the same. So one of the ways I differentiate my, myself is by offering the patient's quite a unique experience. I actually make the visit to the practice a fun experience, not a boring chore, which is how often an eye examination is thought of. So when the patient comes in and they're waiting for the eye examination, or when they're choosing the glasses, what we do is offer our patients if they would like a nice cup of tea or coffee. Because as simple as that sounds, patients don't often get asked this. And when they do say, oh, yes, please, I'd love a cup of coffee. What we then do is we take a menu, a drinks menu over to the patient and say, OK, which coffee would you like? We do cappuccinos, Americanos, lattes, skinny lattes, chococinos. And the patient simply hasn't been asked this before. Alternatively, if they want say, oh, I just want a glass of water, I would say to them, oh, would you like our sparkling selection or our still selection? And 
patients are quite shocked by this. Uh, and it, this is something that they would then relate to because it's just a lot more uh, human nature to relate to this kind of customer experience compared to what equipment they've been tested with. And then another NOD, another non-optical differentiator, is actually the, the mugs the, and the cups and the glasses we use to serve our drinks in. So a lot of offices may serve a cup of coffee in a polystyrene cup or some old you know, staff mug that's been lying in the staff room and, and chipped and cracked um, and maybe have some stains on it. Well, maybe not that bad, but you, you get the point. You've got to think about these little things because it's the little things that count. So when we serve our drinks, we serve them in quite fancy chinaware where I've spent time choosing and they've got quite fancy designs on. And again, it sounds so insignificant, but it's very powerful. It creates a word of mouth referral. It creates points of interest for people to talk about. As humans, we love to tell stories. We love to listen to stories. And our patients are much more likely to talk about, for example, the fact that they were offered a nice cappuccino or a really nice latte when they were having their eyes tested compared to rushing home to tell their their husband or their wife, oh, you'll never believe I've just had an OCT scan on their eyes. They're more likely to, to tell their friends, oh, I had this lovely cup of coffee and it was served in a really nice piece of chinaware. So like I say, it sounds so insignificant, but it's very, very powerful. Now, I use lots of different non-optical differentiators in my practice. And I don't want to spend all day talking about them. But if you'd like to know some of the more powerful ones that I use, uh, if you head over to the optometristmarketingacademy.com forward slash free, that's F-R-E-E. -E. And I've actually done a webinar on this. And I spent quite a long, lot of time talking about creating the right experience in your practice using these NODs. Okay, so let's move on to the second part of the word of mouth referral system. And so we're going to go on to A for ask for the referral. It sounds simple again, but many of us simply don't do it. Or if we do it, we do it at the wrong time. You have to ask for the referral at a specific part of your customer journey, of your patient's journey. So you don't want to be asking for a referral, for example, when a patient is just sat in the waiting room waiting for the eye exam. The best time I've found to ask for the referral is at the, the happiest moment of the, the patient's uh, experience in your practice. And more often than not, that is on the collection of their glasses. So if they're getting new glasses, they're coming to you and they've perhaps waited a week or two weeks, they're quite excited, they're getting uh, their new vision, they're getting a new look. And so it's this moment where I find patients are very happy and, and they're actually excited to come in. So you get your staff to ask for a referral when they're doing the collection. Now, by all means, get your staff to ask for it. But what you might find is staff being staff, they'll find ways to conveniently forget about asking. They'll and they'll come up with all sorts of excuses. They'll say things like, "Oh, oh, I sorry, I forgot. It was just it was that busy," um, or "Oh, I didn't think it was the right time to ask because the this, the patients seemed like they wanted to just get off." So what you must do, you you systematize this process, and a way to do that is by using 
a physical reminder for the patients, uh, sorry, for the, your staff that almost forces them to ask for the referral. It's like a referral widget. And what I do in my practice, I've created a a welcome box, a welcome package for new patients when they're collecting the glasses. Or if they're indeed a, a current patient, I give them, it's like a, a thank you for being a loyal patient present box. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but rather than just giving out the glasses, we give them this little box to take home. In the box, it's full of little goodies for them. So as well as the glasses, I would give them, for example, it doesn't have to be expensive, but I give them a, a mini bottle of Prosecco. Uh, you could give them a mini bottle of champagne if you're feeling extravagant or if you've got a very uh, good spending patient. But it doesn't have to be extravagant. It could be a low-gold pen with a low-gold coaster, a low-gold mug. We give them a nice box of Belgian chocolates. Uh, I do give them a fancy notebook, a leather-bound notebook, with a personalized message from the, the team at my practice uh, and a logo pen. But just get creative. Think of little presents you can give them. So... I then get my staff to give out this this package to patients when they're collecting the glasses. And I say to the staff, when you give this this package, that's when you should say, oh, for being a loyal patient or for being a, a new patient, we give you this little thank you package. And all we ask is if you've enjoyed our service here and if you like our glasses, then if you could just recommend a friend or family member. So we do it in a very low-key way. It's it's very it's a very natural way to do it, and we find it works really really well. And actually, it's not just about trying to create referrals. Even if you didn't get any referrals from this, it's a fun thing to do. I enjoy doing it. The staff enjoy giving away these little surprise presents and seeing people's uh, faces light up. It really, it makes their day. They're coming in thinking they're just going to get pick up their, their glasses uh, and they get this little surprise package. And it doesn't have to cost that much. It just has to be a few little gifts. And it's it's really fun and it adds to the experience of coming to the optometrist. It makes you a little bit different. So it doesn't have to be just from a referral point of view, you should do this. It's from a fun point of view as well. Now, let's move on to the final part of this podcast. And it's the final piece of the puzzle of how to get recommendations in your practice. And this is the recognize and reward bit. So if you remember at the start of the podcast, I talked about if you all remember one word and that's ear, E-A-R. So we've talked about E is for earn, A is for ask, R is for recognize and reward. So as human beings, we we crave recognition and acknowledgement. It goes right back to childhood. It's ingrained into us. If you can think back when you were at school, if a, if a school teacher commented on a piece of work that you did and they were proud of the work, you would, you would feel good. And just the other day, I was uh, looking after my nephew and he was coloring in this, this scene of a cat and he was doing a really good job. And I just said that is the neatest coloring I've ever seen and you could see he was very proud of himself and he loved it so it sounds daft but it's it's a really powerful it's really powerful to recognize people for something that they've done 
And in applying it to this case, when a patient recommends us, you need to recognize them. You need to acknowledge them. So uh, if just put yourself in the patient's shoes. If you were recommending, for example, your dentist, and you you recommended your friends and your family to, to your dentist because you know he's good. And at the end of the year, he never once rang you up or never once sent you a letter to say, thank you for recommending so-and-so. Would you keep on doing it? The chances are, no, you would stop. Because even if he is a nice guy, you would kind of feel a little bit annoyed he never recognized you. So it's the same with, with our patients. It's, if I hear someone has recommended us, I send them a personalized thank you card, not some email. I literally, I, we have a stack of thank you cards in the practice and I just write out a very, it doesn't have to be you know a, a long essay, a war and peace essay, just a few words. I think the, the two words, thank and you, are the most powerful combination of words in the English language. So we actually have a, a little questionnaire when people come into the, our practice for an eye test the staff always ask oh how did you hear about us and if a patient says oh it was mr jones or it was mrs smith we would actually write that down uh, and then it gets put onto a spreadsheet so at the end of every day i can see how many recommendations i've had and more importantly who recommended us and at the end of the day i just get the, the stack of thank you cards and I just write them. It's, you know, we don't have a, a huge amount, so it's you're not gonna be sat at your desk writing for hours and hours. But like I say, we usually get anything from 10 to, to 30 recommendations uh, in a month. So you're looking at, at the most, probably one a day. So it's no hardship writing out a thank you letter and it's very, very powerful. Now. That's the the recognition side of it. You can reward people for for your uh, for their recommendations, and by reward, it could be perhaps giving them a gift card to spend at your store, or it could be a gift card to spend at say Starbucks or the the cinema, the movies. You, you don't have to do that though. I think just the mere fact of of writing a thank you card or calling them up and saying thank you is powerful in itself. Okay, so we have gone through the, the word of mouth referral system I use. Uh, we've done it quite quickly. So I hope uh, you have learned a lot from it. You might want to play this back and make some notes because it's so, so powerful. And I want you to implement this into your practice because it works and it's fun to do. Now, I always end these podcasts with some inspirational quotes. And this one... It is fairly basic, but I like it. It's by a guy called Jim Rohn. And he says, poor people have big TVs. Wealthy people have big libraries. And then he goes on to say, leaders are readers. So you always want to be reading and learning. Now, I love optometry. I'm always reading about the latest advances. I've subscribed to optometry magazines all over the world, and I love my marketing. It's much better than watching some awful soap opera or some film on the television. Don't get me wrong, TV is good, but 
it just I think too much just atrophies the brain. So always keep reading, always keep learning. Uh, right now in my office, I'm surrounded by literally piles of books on marketing and optometry. They come to my knees. I've got one, two, three, four, five piles of books that I'm working my way through. And I hope you are a, a reader as well because it's it's just fun to always be learning. So if you want also to learn more about marketing, then you can head over to my website. It's optometristmarketingacademy.com. And if you go to the forward slash free, F-R-E-E, there's a resource available that goes through some of the stuff we've talked about today and previous podcasts in much more detail. Okay, so thanks for listening and I will see you next time on the Optometrist Business School podcast. Take care and bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Optometrist Business School podcast. If you want to advance your business education even faster, head over to www.optometristmarketingacademy.com for instant access to reports and online training classes. We will see you again next time for another episode of John Prowse's podcast show. And remember, your best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today.